Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. Um, as you know, we are all closing in on the holidays. Thanksgiving is next week. Um, Christmas is soon to follow. And it is the perfect time for me to talk to you about today's episode. This is part one in a two-part series. Um, since this topic really hits home with so many people, and I felt like it was best to split it up into two parts. Now, I know you might be having all sorts of thoughts and emotions about the upcoming weeks. So this week, we're going to talk a little bit about how to, like when chaos comes a calling, what to do. Um, And then next week, there's going to be part two of it. So don't, I mean, what I want you to do is just pay attention to today and then realize next week also hits on another part of what might create some of the chaos or what you feel is chaotic around the holidays. Okay. So Thanksgiving is next week, um, just in case some of you missed the memo. And with me saying that, I have to ask you, what are the first thoughts that pop into your head when you think of Thanksgiving and Christmas? Like it, it's like coming, it's around the corner, right? Were they centered around all the things that you have to do? Were you already thinking of maybe certain people that you just don't truly enjoy being around? And so if it's something along the lines of that, I bet the feelings about it, when you think of these things, it might be something of dread or overwhelm or maybe even frustration and maybe even something I didn't even mention. Now, it is easy to put our mind in a place of chaos when we feel like what is around the corner is something that we just have not enjoyed in the past. It has not been good. Okay, so step number one. Let's begin by first taking the shame or guilt that you might be feeling off your plate. It does you no good to have bad feelings about bad feelings. You're human and therefore your brain loves to focus on the negative. It likes to recall memories because for the brain that's easier to do. See, it takes less energy to bring back emotions that you've already experienced about something in particular. So in this case, like Thanksgiving or holidays or whatever. Brains, okay, so what they like to do, and if you listen to my first episode, we talked about this. Brains like to conserve energy. That's It's, it's doing its job. It's doing exactly what it's supposed to do is to conserve energy, to protect us. So thank you, brain, for doing that. Okay, so the problem is, is that when you're, it's trying to conserve energy, so it goes straight to thinking the negative um, so, and then it creates bad feelings. This is hurting you. It's creating unhappiness. You're thinking yourself into unhappiness. So with that being said, I want you to be okay. I want you to be comfortable with having negative thoughts. Okay. Because it's completely normal. Nothing has gone wrong. If you're thinking that way, once you get into a better way of thinking, And the more creation cycles that you do over your thoughts, the less normal it is for your brain to head to the negative, okay? But for now, you just need to recognize that your brain is doing only what it's used to doing. That's normal. It's okay. Nothing has gone wrong. So now, in today's episode, part one, we're going to talk about the crazy schedules that can come with the territory of the holidays, all the to-dos, all right? So before we go over the process of how to break all this down, you have to get your mind space in a much better place. 
So instead of thinking, oh, this is going to be chaotic, or I am not looking forward to the next few days because of everything I have to do, or fill in the blank, right? I want you to be curious about why you feel that way. I want you to name each emotion that comes up. Maybe it's sadness, frustration, anxiety, dread, whatever it may be. I want you to name all of them. Maybe it's just one, which I kind of doubt. If you like, if you like, just say frustration. There's other things feeding frustration. I want you to name all of them. Okay, you can write them down on a piece of paper. All right, and I want you to allow yourself um, to identify the thought that creates each emotion. So if it's sadness, what thought is behind that? Right? So I know you're like, oh, I just, I'm dreading next week or doing all this stuff or, you know, if it's frustration, what thought is creating frustration? Identify it. Now, once you do that, think of how all these emotions have caused you to act in the past, or maybe it's already creating actions right now, this week, today, whatever, you already feel it and you're just not very terribly proud of it, okay? So now when you've gone through all your emotions, you know which thoughts are creating the emotions and then you can see, okay, this is how it's caused me to act in the past or how it's causing me to act right now. I want you to think of a new thought only when you've been able to process your emotions, when you've been able to identify every single one and come back with the thought that's producing those emotions, okay? And this might take a little bit. You might have to come back to this. It might be something like you start today and then you finish tomorrow. It's okay. But don't move on into the new thought until you can identify all the emotions you're feeling and you know why you're feeling them. Like what thought is making you have that feeling? So when you get to this point, I want you to think of a new thought. All right? So you can borrow like my new thought because I borrowed this one. Um, I love this new thought. And it, it not only applies to just the holidays, it's just kind of the season I'm in right now with, and it's slowly starting to wind down with all the sports winding out, all the extracurricular activities that my kids are in and just different things that I'm doing. But it's like, it's almost like a relay race. I'm passing the baton from one thing to the next. Okay, something is picking up while something is dropping off. Okay, so the thought that I borrowed, and I love it, is my life is full and has meaning. I get to celebrate and give thanks for so many incredible blessings in my life. And that thought right there, it to me is extremely powerful. Instead of like, I'm just so busy, there's so much going on. Well, there is a lot going on in my life. But instead of saying it's just so busy, it's crazy, chaotic, my life is full and it has meaning. Now, you, with my borrowed thought or maybe one you came up with on your own, identify the emotions that you feel in your body when you think that new thought. All of them. Now, what actions can you take to support your new thought? All right. And part of this might be what we're just about to go over. Okay. The action part. So let's just go ahead and jump in. All right, so this may not come as a surprise to you that you need to make plans as how to break down the next week. You might be like, oh, you just told me we just got to plan or like schedule it. Okay, well, let's let's take the word schedule out of there. Let's get that S word out of there. Okay, so before we go further down, I want you to get out a piece of paper. So if you're not there yet, get yourself a piece of paper, pause this, go get some paper. All right, now I want you to write down everything you need 
to get accomplished for the next week. You're just going to, it's like a, a brain dump, a thought download. You're just going to throw everything out there, everything you need to get done, all the tasks, all the to-dos. And, and guys, this same process can be used for Christmas, for anything coming up that's kind of big and there's a lot more to do than usual, right? I want you to write it all out. Everything from going to the grocery store to maybe getting ready for guests or maybe you're traveling, so it might be packing and everything, everything that's coming up as a result of the holidays. It's not in your normal um, rhythm, okay? And I want you to even write down the everyday things that you have to do, that we still got to do. We still have laundry to be done. We still, oh gosh, we got to get dog food or cat food. We got to feed the animals. We got to, you know, whatever it might be, the every to, you know, everyday things, go ahead and write those down as well. Those are part of your normal rhythms. Okay. So this part, creating a healthy rhythm for your upcoming holidays, it is such a great approach and an, and an action plan for reining in the chaos, if you want to call it that. Okay. And I actually overheard from another coach and it makes so much sense once I overheard it, that the difference between creating a rhythm and the creating a schedule is the fact that the, a rhythm has an ebb and flow to it, just like life, right? You know, so you make, you write all this down and you don't get to something right when you say you are, but you know you will get there. You, it's like, it's more like checking a box off. Like I got to get to the store, okay? And so we're, I'm kind of like jumping ahead of myself here. Um, but that's why I keep saying rhythm instead of schedule because, when you say schedule, right? And when you make a schedule, it's very rigid. Like, oh, I, I said I was going to go to the store on Saturday at 9 a.m. Oh, and it's 11 a.m. I'm not there yet. So if you think of it as a schedule, you're more likely not to get it accomplished because you're like, well, I just, I just failed because the guilt comes. I just didn't get to the store. There I am. There I am failing again, right? So the reason, and let me get into this again. The reason I ask you to create um, so I want you to create like not just everything that you have to do, write down all the stuff you got to do, okay? And I want you to also create um, a time, you know, for to get this done, okay? Once you have it written down, I want you to look at your planner. It could be a paper planner, maybe your phone or on your computer. And for each task, I want you to assign, <clears throat> excuse me, a day and a time that you would allot that would give you enough time to get this done, that would allot you enough time. Now, this, like I said, this is not a schedule you're creating, but it's rather a rhythm, okay? Um, and the reason I ask you to create a time for each task that you have to do is because it helps create a space in your brain where you know that this needs to take place and what the best approximate time is for it to take place. This helps create peace of mind, okay? All right, so here's the deal. If you told yourself that you would go grocery shopping on Saturday at 9 a.m. and 9 a.m. rolls around and you haven't made it to the store because of unexpected things happening, you have got to give yourself grace. Give yourself grace and remind yourself of your new thought. Don't punish yourself for being at, not being at the store right at 9 a.m. But I want you to do your best to honor what you said you would do. So you get to the store. Okay, it's not 9, 9 a.m. You're like, okay, I didn't make it at 9, but I'm on my way. I'm getting my stuff ready. I'm getting there. So you get to the store. You get it done. Okay, not getting to the store exactly when, like if you wrote down 9 a.m. on Saturday and you didn't get to the store, 
That does not, and you didn't get to the store, excuse me, it does not mean that you're a bad parent or, oh, you're a bad daughter or son because you told your parents you would be go to the store for them or whatever, or sibling. It doesn't mean that you're unorganized, that you can't get things done. It doesn't mean any of that. It only means that you're just getting to the store later than you planned, and that's okay. It's no big deal. All right? It's like I still can check the box off that I got to the grocery store. All right? Because what we tend to do, what our brains like to do is like, oh, look, you didn't get to the store at 9 a.m. There you are. Once again, you're not a good planner and you're very unorganized. That's why I don't like the schedule. It's an, it's a rhythm. I'm creating a new holiday rhythm. And I just know that on Saturday morning is the best time for me to go to the store. It would be great if I can make it by nine. If I don't, okay. Because sometimes life happens. Gosh, does it happen, Right. As they say, life happens when you make plans. Okay, so here's the deal. You don't get to the store at 9 a.m. Your brain is going to want to dish up some drama if you don't get something done exactly when you wrote it down. Don't, all right? It's normal. Remember the whole, like, our brain likes to conserve energy, therefore it likes to see the negative. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about here, okay? And until you get in a more normal routine of this creation cycle and creating new thoughts, your brain just likes to go to the negative because that path is already cut. It's like a big wild rainforest and there's already a path cut through that rainforest. Now, be it it's not the best one, it's a negative path, but your brain wants to go down it because it doesn't want to have to cut a new path. But you will get there, okay? So... This is why it is best to see this as a rhythm for how to accomplish all the things in an in a peaceful and intentional way rather than creating it in overwhelm and chaos. So I want to tell you this approach has helped me create healthy and more and a more harmonious rhythm for the everyday life every day. I write things down that I need to get done. Sunday night, I even think about what I have to do throughout the week. And then, okay, so on Sunday night, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, on Tuesday, I have this going on. I have an appointment and I also need to run to the store. So then it comes to Tuesday and I'm writing that down on Tuesday and I try to hold myself to that. But I also don't feel bad if something falls through, okay? All right, so, but this helps me in my everyday life as well as It's phenomenally helpful for holidays or birthdays or anything that is not in my norm. Okay, so early next week, um, beginning of Thanksgiving week, I guess you could say, I'm going to, the next episode, I'm going to discuss with you part two of two. I'm going to discuss with you how to handle the chaos, quote unquote chaos, of being around what you might label as a difficult person or maybe people, maybe you have several different, you know, labeled difficult people. So stay tuned for that. Okay. Because I want you to really get this rhythm part down of, okay. And then this can be applied to your everyday life, but it is especially helpful right now. All right. So I thank you. I mean, I just want to thank you for joining me today. And if you're listening on Spotify and you like what you're hearing, please don't hesitate to rate my podcast because this helps other people find me in the middle of all the millions of podcasts that are out there. And I want to help as many people as I can. And creating a peaceful and intentional life is just a part of what I help um, the women I coach obtain. It takes intention to create an intentional life, right? That's a no brainer. 
However, the how can be what you need to know. How do, what, like, how do I do this? That might be the knowledge you need. So if you would like to know more about coaching, you can email me at Carrie Irvin Life Coach, K-E-R-I-I-R-V-I-N Life Coach at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Instagram at Carrie Irvin Life Coach. Just search Carrie Irvin Life Coach and you can DM me there. I would love to set up a discovery call with you so you can see how coaching can completely rock your world. All right. Take care. And until next week, guys.